We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ron, are you as outraged as everybody else over Miles Garrett getting whatever he got? Was it Professional Football Writers Award? Uh, Defensive Player of the Year? The real... One comes out in like a, I don't know, that, 10 days they, or something. February 8th, a couple days before the Super Bowl, they do their NFL honors show. That's the AP defensive player yeah. of the year. But um, I, you can feel the momentum here. It's I, I think it's probably well, going to be TJ won one of them. Yeah. I know. I don't know what pro football focus or something. I don't know which one he won. It feels like the momentum is headed in the direction of let's just give my we can't have Miles Garrett go his whole career I, without one that, of these. Let's give it my, to him. That is my sense as well. I think TJ's a better player. I think TJ had a better year. Uh, there, but, but I also think that Garrett is going to win it. Yeah, me too. And I felt that way with a couple games left that he should win it. I felt like the tiebreaker game was in Cleveland. TJ Watt had historically outperformed Garrett in head-to-head matchups in a big way and outperformed him in general. But I felt like, <clears throat> God bless God me, bless you. with a couple games left that that Garrett should be the guy, but he he had one sack in the final six games. He sat out the last game, which really shouldn't penalize him because they had everything uh, clinched at that point or what they were going to have clinched, they had clinched. But the numbers, when you look at it in the end, TJ had five more sacks than I him. Know. That's a pretty wide gap. It is, you know. but you mentioned the game in Cleveland, the first play <clears throat> of the yeah. game. That had to score Garrett some points, right? And he had two sacks in that game. I mean, he I believe. he played better than TJ in that game. But I'm with you overall. Tackles. I can still see that first play. Him just blowing in and destroying. It was a safety. It was a safety. And then they got another safety on Najee. Neither one wound up with a safety. Tackles, 68-42, to 42, Watt. Solo tackles, 48-33, to 33, Watt. Tackles, and this is broken down by The Athletic here, uh, I believe. No, 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 I'm sorry. This is Steelers PR, uh, Michael Birch. Um, Solo tackles, 48 to 33. Watt. Tackles on run plays, 39 to 25. Watt. Sacks, 19 to 14. Watt. Yeah, why don't you do the Watt for each one? Tackles for loss, 19 to 17. Watt. Quarterback hits, 36 to 30. What? Fumble recoveries, 3 to 1. What? Passes defensed, 8 to 3. What? Interceptions, 1 to none. What? Defensive TDs, 1 to none. What? Takeaways, 4 to 1. What? Strip sacks were tied and forced fumbles were tied. The only thing that Garrett led on was tackles for loss on run plays, 8 to 6. I'm sorry. Not a huge difference. 
No, but you've got to you've got to dive really deep. Well, we don't. And and here's the thing. Here's the thing. And it gets to the whole pro football focus thing. If we're going to use analytics here and and deeper numbers, then you got to apply them equally and sort of robotically. Because what I hear some people doing when I say, you know, Alex Highsmith was a little bit down this year. They'll tell me, oh, but but his pressures, his pressures, and and pressures are are a legit stat to me, Ron. They are. Okay, I'll that listen to that. Forces a quarterback maybe to throw before he's ready. Right. And I think let me look up the numbers here with uh, NFL leaders in pressures. But if you're going to use that, then you also have to at least acknowledge that on a deeper on some of these deeper stats, Miles Garrett was very impressive. Well, didn't. Uh... Didn't uh, Peter King tell us he got his vote? Yes. After a deep dive into the season, I don't know what quite that means, but uh, he did say he was voting for T.J. Watt. I mean, for Miles Garrett. Actually, it looks here like they tied. That the pressures leader in 2023 was it Micah Parsons? Can you look that up for me? Uh, city limits. Find up quarter. Find out quarterback pressures and the leaders. That's what I really want to know. And I thank you for that in advance, I might add. Thank you very kindly. This guy named Nick Baumgartner does a lot of this. And then there, you know, the whole pro football focus thing. Did you see what J.J. Watt said about them, Ron? No. He said it's basically a sack of crap and nobody should believe it. <laughs> he was telling. I wonder uh, if they were very kind to him during his career. He was telling Pat McAfee. And then uh, you think A.J. Hawk was in on that interview, Ron? Yeah, he was sitting in it, but I don't think he offered anything. <laughs> have they reached the point yet on that show? And I honestly have watched that show with the sound down in the studio more than up. It's going to be on momentarily. Do they at least use it now as sort of a prop or, you know, a, a funny aspect of the show? A.J. Hawk just, I, I just, his, just his I don't, face I there. Don't think, I don't think they use it as a prop. I think they think he's contributing, even though he says absolutely nothing. Ron, I have the quarterback pressure leader. See if these jibe with what you found, City Limits. Right. Micah Parsons at 103 leads led the league. Are you looking at pro football reference? I'm looking at Nick Baumgartner, 2023 quarterback pressure leaders. What are you looking at? I'm at pro football reference in 17 games for Aiden Hutchinson. He leads. With how many? 62 in terms of hurries, knockdowns, and all sack plays. Okay, who's second in that? Max Crosby. Where's where's Watt and Garrett? Watt is third, Garrett 10th. All right, then he even leads in those, Ron. Max Crosby had a hell of a year. So did Hutchinson. So did Parsons. I know. This guy has Parsons as the 14 sacks and the NFL leader in pressures. And the games that I watched, there was 18 people blocking him on every play. How come he's not? Is he still a candidate here? He's really good. I would have less of a problem with Parsons over Watt than Garrett over Watt. You? Yeah, I would too. And if I mean, and I know tiebreakers sometimes factor in team success. And Dallas had a great regular season. He had fourteen sacks. Who? Micah Parsons. Yeah, 14. Parsons had fourteen. Um, He's just a beast against the run too. But PFF, yes. If you're gonna, it seems like we all use their stuff when we need it and laugh at it when we don't. Right. And J.J. Watt just went nuts on them on the McAfee show, just saying, you know, people lose their careers because of this, basically. Uh, people, you know, ca- you, 
you get contracts based on this, good, good and bad. I just wonder if things they, like I that. I just wonder if they were unkind to JJ. Well, they are. They, to JJ, they, they have Garrett as their player. No, no, to JJ. Oh, to JJ. Well, I they're said, unkind I, to TJ. I know, but I wonder which, if they were unkind to JJ as well. I don't know. That might factor into his thinking. I don't know. Pro football. Pro. I'm looking at pro, pro football reference. What am I doing? City limits. Here's what he said, Ron. Here's what JJ said. I think this is because TJ is not their defensive player of the year. I I don't know what his history with that. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. That just seems to make sense. I shoot it straight, man, he said. I'm shooting it like it is. If they want to act like they come from a very high and mighty place, they come and speak like they know everything there is to know about football, and they tell all these players and these coaches that they're so much smarter and they're so much better and that they have ways of figuring these things out that are superior. As someone who's done it, been in the trenches, who knows what it's like to have somebody telling you how good you're doing, I've literally sat in a meeting room with coaches and put the grades side by side from a coach's grade and a PFF grade, I've done it, and it's not even remotely close. So don't sit here and tell me you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know how all this works. I do. Sounds like Dulac compared to Peter King and Bouchette. That's right. right. I know more than they do. But that also sounds to me like J.J. may have gotten some bad grades from them. Maybe. But now, I don't follow it. I really don't. I mean, I hear some stuff. Yeah. Isn't it former players that do this? It's not like... Not just Joe that. average guy making up the ratings. Not just that. Let me finish this quote because okay. this is the best part. J.J. Watt, I've sat in that room and done it with coaches in the National Football League, so take your crap and shovel it somewhere else. I'm not <laughs> dealing with it. Uh, yet he is dealing with it because he's talking about it. You know what? Can you find that quote? Sean, don't call me. City limits. You'll find it easily. J.J. Watt and shovel crap with a different word in there. You might have to bleep that out. Um, not only former players, Ron. Bruce Gradkowski at one point, I don't know if he still does, was was helping grade quarterbacks. Bobby Slowick, who everybody wants. Yeah, he's a head coaching candidate now. The guy the Steelers are talking to next, Zach Robinson. Guess where he worked? Is that right? Pro Football Focus. They have some very smart people there. I think you use it like you do anything else in life. A tool but not necessarily live and die with it, right? It's not the be-all, end-all. However, most NFL teams, from my understanding, subscribe to it and use it. That's what my understanding is, too. They use it as a tool. So this just sounds like bitterness from J.J. Watt. Honestly, it really does. Some of it, I think, is crazy. But at least they're trying to measure things we didn't used to measure. I think one thing he had a problem with was turnover-worthy throws by the quarterback. To me, that's one of their most brilliant stats. Like, we may come out of a game saying, that guy played great. They may come out and say, you know, without emotion, looking at it strictly hardcore stat-wise, 
this dude's lucky he didn't have five picks. And the fact that the defense didn't pick it off should make no difference. It was a horrible throw. Just as an example, Mason made a horrible throw in that Baltimore game, right in the safety's hands. Guy you know? dropped it so it doesn't count as an interception. Right. But if you're if you're scientifically analyzing his performance, you factor that in. So I have no problem with them. In fact, I respect them. And sometimes I do not know where they came up with things. And sometimes I laugh at them. And sometimes I get angry with them. But my overriding feeling is respect and also curiosity. The one I, I, I want to I want to know how they're rating things. The one I never understood. They were always down on Pouncey. Yeah, always down on Pouncey. And I'd hear the coaches talk about Pouncey. You heard what Tomlin said the other day. I'm, I regret not making him a world champion because he is one. Yet their grades for him were always lousy. Yeah, and I never understood that. I don't know what they were looking at. Doesn't mean well, maybe they were he wrong. faded late in his career. I don't know. Yeah, but I think even in the middle of his career, they weren't giving him high grades. Really? Yep. I don't know. That would be one that you obviously disagree with. You have JJ? Did you take out the bad word? Yes, I did. Let's hear him. <laughs> they they come from a very high and mighty place. Like they come and they speak like they know everything that there is to know about football. And they tell all these players and these coaches yeah. that they're so much smarter and that they're so much better and that they have these ways of figuring things out that are so much superior. Um, it's just as somebody who's done it and who's been in those trenches and who knows what it's like and who knows what it's like to have somebody telling you how good you're doing. I mean, I've literally sat in a meeting room with coaches and put the grades side by side from a coach's grade and from the PFF grade. I've done it. And it's not even remotely close. So like, don't sit here and tell me like, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know uh, how all this works. Like, yeah, I do. I've literally done it. I've sat in that room and done it with coaches in the national football league. So take your and shovel it somewhere else because I'm not doing it. <laughs> shovel it somewhere else. I love shovel that. Shovel it somewhere else. You're right, Ron. Sam Munson, we've had him on. Uh, certainly the station. I can't remember who we've had on this show from PFF. A couple different people. He tweeted on June 11th of 2020 and Andrew Filipponi <clears throat> at that point. I'm just glossing over his tweet right now. Marquise Pouncey is the most overrated offensive lineman of his generation, yeah. Sam Munson said. Yeah, I mean, how? I don't know where that came from. I don't know how, you know, maybe they have the stuff to prove it. But, I mean, I think he's a borderline Hall of Fame player. And you listen to the coaches talk, it's an entirely different story. Yeah. Yes. And they didn't talk about the coaches. I mean, they never, they like DeCastro. They like Big Al. They like Ramon. But they just gushed about Marquise. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not well, like a lot it's not of like that had just... to do, I think, with his leadership and the yeah. person yeah. that I, he was I think too. That, for sure, that's definitely part of it. And obviously, he was Ben's guy. Munson said, "When you watch Pouncey, he doesn't kill people. He doesn't crush people in the run game. He makes reasonable blocks. He moves fairly well, and he gets beaten in pass protection in the middle. He's in the middle class of centers when it comes to pass protection, giving up pressures in a given year." He might be the all-average center, despite his Hall of Fame path when it comes to perception. Uh, that that fascinates me. How you know what what are they used to base their conclusions? And who on? was who was judging it right. too? Was that a former NFL lineman? That's where it's always become murkiest for me. Is on the lines. The other stuff 
that they do. Some of it is just like turnover worthy plays. I mentioned that is just clear cut, right? Right. Or breaking tackles. That's a great stat. You know, who leads the NFL in broken tackles as a running back? I'm glad they have people watching that. I'm glad they have people like Bruce Gradkowski who used to sit there, and again, I don't know if he still works there, and watches every quarterback, every throw a quarterback makes from every game. The pressure factor, was it into a tight window? Is he just sitting back there making easy throws? I'm, I'm fascinated by that as well. But the bottom line for me... You can shovel that bleep somewhere else. (laughs) What a great quote. Ron, coming up top of the hour, uh, let's talk a little bit about this Aliquippa situation that's brewing, that everybody's talking about with them having to move up a class. And we're going to have Mike White at 1130 uh, talking about this. I know that he did a story today. There's a lot going on there, and a lot of people have very, very strong feelings. I was listening to the station last night and this morning and it's a big topic it's a big story 50 minute mark on the fan brought to you by south hills chrysler jeep dodge route 19 in peters township celebrating 50 years in the south hills fan text line brought to you by edgar snyder and associates personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you uh the big boy Coming on at noon, that's Mark Caballi. Going to ask him about He graded every player on the roster. Perhaps we could grade along with him. That's coming up as well. We got a lot of things in store here on Cook and Joe. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com, high of 52 today with an 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, high of 56 with partly cloudy sky. I'm Austin Bechtel with your fan headlines. Alicopa football lost its PIAA appeals hearing yesterday and will be bumped up to Class 5A next season. Steelers interviewed Thomas Brown from the Carolina Panthers for the offensive coordinator position that was run by Matt Canada. And then after that, Mike Sullivan and Eddie Faulkner both not expected to be in the running for the offensive coordinator position. Mike Sullivan has an interview with the Raiders as well as the Saints. Headlines, Robert Bowser and Genesis Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 937thefan.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.